0: Welcome to another delightful, delicious episode of Yummy Podcast, where we savor life's inspiring stories on a journey to help you find your ultimate, most meaningful yet. I'm Crystal Khalil. And I'm Dr. Nicola Beach. We invite you all to join us on this yummy journey. Yes. And as we ask our guests, we'll ask you, what yummy life awaits you?
1: We have the amazing, wonderful, mm, Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> attorney. hmm Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, politician. Politician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wife, mm-hmm. friend, friend, sister, Diamond, sister, Diamond. Go, go on and tell them who we got with us, sis, so we can share. Attorney Sandra M. Davis. Hello, hello.
2: <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank and you so for having me. Thank you sis. for
1: coming. Thank you. It, it is such a blessing to see you in your element and then to see you here with us having this conversation,
0: yeah,
1: it just makes us feel all kind of proud. Now, you've done this before, but we're trying to make this a ritual that everybody that comes on the Yummy Podcast gets to do this. So put your hand in front of your face. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
1: This and part. shake it, wiggle, 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 and take the mask off and put it in your lap. Mm. Mine has a little super glue and springs right, on, <laughs> on it wiggle, too. Hold on, <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. We want your soul to have permission <laughs> to speak. Does your soul have permission to speak? I'm granting
2: my soul permission to speak. I love yes, that. I love
1: that. She understands the assignment. <laughs> the vulnerability of <laughs> it know? Yeah, right. we love that. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we talk about in this Mm. yummy community, yummy conversation is the power of going after your yes. Tell us what that looks like for you now. Like what stops your yes and what helps you to go after it full steam not receiving anything less than what you desire for that outcome.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting, Dr. Nicole and Crystal, because I have so many yeses. Mm. I tell people, if I think about it, I at least try and do it once. Mm-hmm. Um, my main yes right now, I was just thinking back and reflecting is my law firm. Mm-hmm. And I've been practicing almost thirty years. Wow, that's over half my life. That's amazing. So, and in twenty twenty five, will be twenty years in solo practice. Oh wow, wow. So that's a lot of juggling. But my yes is, in terms of the law firm, is giving independence and a voice back to my clients. Mm. Love that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now. Sandra, I know the answer to this, but I want you to share this with our listeners and our viewers. Okay. What made you start your own
1: law firm and how <laughs> did you do it? Yeah, because we were blown away when we found this out.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting story. Well, I started as a public defender. I'm the first and only lawyer in my family. Okay. So I didn't Love have uh, personal knowledge and you know the notes and everything to get through law school and kind of negotiated how to do that. And in my third year, um, I was working as a public defender during law school and I had a mentor who said, you know, you're too good, you should uh, go to New York. And mm. I just never felt connected to New York, but I saw a terrible attorney. I am sitting back with my 14 cases for that day and he had one case, got a terrible deal and was called ahead of me because he was in private practice. Mm. I said, hmm, he just made my whole two week check on one case. Wow. Mm. I can do that, but who am I gonna talk to? I read a book, I read a book. The book, I don't know the author, was called How to Start and Run Your Law Firm Without Missing a Meal. Now that spoke to me, Mm. because I like to eat. I did not want to (laughs) be hungry, I don't want to be hungry. (laughs) And you know what, I never missed a meal. And you started your own law firm Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. reading Mm -hmm. a book. Yeah. Just read a book and then I did some informational interviews. So I knew someone who owned a building and was leasing space. So I was like, well, well, but where do you get your clients from? I mean, you don't even know what you don't know. Yeah. Where Do you need insurance? Do you have to advertise? I just didn't know anything. So with the book and then the personal and uh, informational interviews, uh, January 1st, 1996, Is when i started my firm in minneapolis
1: wow Mm -hmm. now that's why i ask about your yes because so many people Mm -hmm. they think of things that they want to do and the minute they realize they don't know how to do it Mm -hmm. that stops the conversation they think that their permission to stop is having to seek more information. Mm -hmm. So they're like, if I've gotta go beyond what I know right in this moment, maybe that's not for me. Mm -hmm. What made you say, I wanna do this, and I believe a book, what (laughs) it's given me is enough for me to try? You know what, Um, I
2: grew up in Detroit. I moved around the Midwest, and we always had a set of encyclopedias. So mm. just thinking, you when you keep saying book, book, mm. I just had a vision, we would ask a question and my parents would say, go look it up in the encyclopedia. Right. Oh, you remember when every household had
0: this yes. of
1: encyclopedias, <laughs> And they now were we paying Google. on it monthly. Girl, yes,
0: the man used to come to the house. <laughs> to the All of the above. <laughs> and now everybody
2: has Google. Right. I'm like, but how can I look it up if I don't know how to spell it? You better They're sound like, it out or out. something. Yes. Yeah. so I've just always had that figure it out mentality. Um, I think Detroit makes hustlers, Mm -hmm. polished hustlers. Mm -hmm. And so I just always feel like you you get as much as you hustle for. I Mm. never felt like people were just gonna give me things. Mm. Yeah, so book was the first place to start. We didn't have Google and things. So yeah,
1: I read a book. Were Were you ever afraid that you still didn't know enough to make it successful and how did you deal with that?
2: yes yes it came a lot of tears uh it came with funny moments too i remember you know people were out celebrating new year's eve and i was painting my office space and i had one of those kind of bebop hats you know Mm -hmm. the black loved them that was my thing (laughs) but i apparently bent down to paint and i have a white spot on that hat it just (laughs) reminds me of what i was doing yeah wow starting starting my yes but um Getting past discouraging moments, the main thing yeah. is I don't think I could work for somebody else. Mm. Now that just Talks honestly to gets that. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk to us about it. That. Gets me out of out of bed mm-hmm. because uh, interviewing, which I'm doing now as a business owner, yeah, but being an interviewee and somebody else's rules versus. I want to make the rules. I've had bosses that I didn't like. I don't yeah. want to be that boss. Mm-hmm. So to make a business, something that I would like. Yeah. And a place that I would like to work. Yeah. And people that I would like to work with. Yeah. The power's in me so I I just constantly learning though. Yeah. CLEs, non-continuing legal education. Yeah. Um networking. I kind of stepped back for a few years. Yeah. And um but it's always self development, you know. Right now, I'm happy to have uh, business coaching and personal coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing for myself to keep the yeses. So let's talk to our listeners and
0: viewers who are on this entrepreneurial journey, right? You talked about there have been some challenges. It's not you, today. You have a lot of yeses, but it's been some challenges, and I'm sure you've had some no's. What has the growth process looked like? You you even talked about you're painting the walls on your new business, right. right? You probably were doing everything at first. What has this growth process looked like?
2: You know, I don't think you recognize growth until you look back mm-hmm. at where you've been. Because I'm such a person that I'm looking ahead and I'm working on this right now and I, need to give myself credit for what I've already done. And I remember crying at people's kitchen tables and every December just seemed so slow. And and then you say, hmm, huh, well, there's a pattern. So now you're gonna have to recognize things because I didn't take business courses, marketing. I'm like, wow. what am I doing running a business? Great lawyer, uh, average business person. So mm. you have to start figuring out business terminology and just just making it happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, on the the business side of things, you can find ways to elevate your skill, mm-hmm. make sure you have as much knowledge as possible and and really do your best to cultivate some of the things that are not really working for you. On the personal side of things, what does your yes look like? for you personally as a businesswoman, at this point in your life?
2: You know, I am redefining some things. Mm-hmm. Um, just having met with my business coach, was like, I need a more specific vision. And I need it for the firm and I need it for myself. So to me, even incorporating, I will say meditation, mm-hmm. probably over the past couple years, mm-hmm. um, that's been big just to stop and realize you're getting stressed or overworked. So taking time for myself has been a big part of the personal development. Mm -hmm. So just um, doing more personal things intentionally, you know, schedule your priorities instead of living by the schedule, schedule the priorities and making myself Mm -hmm. a priority.
0: So you know, yummy is an acronym for your ultimate most meaningful yet. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of good things as the brilliant one, right? Brilliant caretakers, yeah. we do a lot of great things, but what is your ultimate most meaningful yet? What does the yummy mean to you?
1: So sis, as you're talking about a free mindset, yeah. you know it's opportunity for swag. Swag Yummy check. swag. Our shirts today say free women, Free women. You get it? Free Free women. women, Free free women. women. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) Carry on, continue, continue. You can
0: get your free women, free women t-shirt at crystalanddrnicole.com or you can check the show notes below to find the link.
2: You know, I started, just recently started a foundation and when I look at what brings me fulfillment and joy, it's really in the giving. I don't want to be a random giver though, or just a giver for no reason. It has to really speak to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm finding that I have the foundation. So again, I'm building the foundation and the framework, and then I'll reach the pinnacle of what the actual yes is. I think it's in development.
1: Mm. It's in development. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like at this point in your life, you have, a sense of true self-acceptance. You've done so much. You've had a lot of yeses. What does it look like now to say yes to yourself? That's a new chapter. Mm. It's a new journey, Mm -hmm. but
2: recognizing that it needs to happen is where I pat myself on the back Mm -hmm. because I can just go, go and go and, and what's the purpose? What do I want? So there's just some self-reflection that I'm doing. Um, you know, being more involved in my nieces and nephews' lives. Mm-hmm. They love Aunt Sandra. You know, they mm-hmm. love Aunt Sandra, but I wanna be more intentional, even with my goddaughters, yeah. because I don't have children. And I have a lot of knowledge. They could be doing a lot of things with these kids. I used to have to write an essay, like why I can't get up in a good mood in the morning. Wow! Why? <laughs> two hundred words before I get home. This is your parents. My way? parents. Yeah. Wow. Why? Can't, I was like, well, I do get up in a good mood in the morning. <laughs> I can't stay in a good mood in the morning because of two reasons brother and sister. (laughs) And I was like, my mother was like, oh Lord, it's the beginning of a lawyer. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this is like middle school. You already negotiated. Apparently, apparently. But I'm looking forward to um, my personal, yes, my personal journey, just setting some things around me, even in terms of environment, as Hmm. opposed to, you know, it's good enough, or that curtain looks good because it's already up, Mm -hmm. you know, to, do I like that color? Is that my style? Mm, I awesome. have not thought about things like that. I don't. Now people come in and they can just move it and arrange it, and I'm like, hey, that does look better. Wow,
0: <laughs> that, that's that's pretty powerful. Because we were having a conversation just the other day about this same thing, and the person we were speaking to said, you know, I don't know how I like to eat, how I like my eggs.
1: Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how I like my eggs because I am always preparing eggs for everybody else the way they like them. Yeah. I don't know how I
1: like my eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And giving yourself permission to be the first to decide what is and what isn't is more underrepresented than we might think. Yeah. We don't recognize that often. A lot of the things we value is because of what we were taught to value, because what we saw in other people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that we like, we may have inherited somebody else's like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not that we really like it, it's what we know.
2: And even a step further is, it's what I know and it's how I can not go backwards and keep going. So I don't know if I like it, but I know it's not broken. Mm. So I can stand on this and then maybe use that to get to the next step. But I don't know if I even enjoyed this step. It's familiar. Like it. yeah. Familiar, yes. But
0: not always comfortable. comfortable.
2: Yeah. It's familiar, but not always comfortable. But it's like when I pledged yeah. uh, one of the phenomenal sororities, not represented by my colors today. <laughs> yes, thank y'all yes. for representing. <laughs> but you know, I didn't know um, anybody who pledged. I had an, an older aunt who sponsored me. And I just said, well, I've never seen anybody die and it can't last forever. Mm. And that's literally how I approach things.
1: Wow. So when you think about the possibility of being the first to say yes to yourself, not just letting the curtains hang because that's what was there. Mm-hmm. And it's not bothering anybody. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should just leave well enough alone. What is pushing you now to say, good is is fine, but it's not great. And great is cool, but it's not yummy. What is pushing you now to say, I want more. And I feel like I'm being called to more. Mm -hmm. Delicately, I will say graceful aging.
2: Mm. It's like get it now, get it while you're healthy, get it while you can run and maybe not drop it like it's hot like you used to.
1: (laughs) 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 But you (laughs) guys,
2: you have to be able to enjoy what you're doing. So you know, while you're working so hard, and then I look, I just said, why am I working so hard towards what? Right? Am I going to get to the next decade? And then I have the money to do it, but I don't have the physical ability, or you know, the way I can get there, but I won't enjoy it. Right. So, I I really just have a lot of experiences, you know, kind of a bucket list that's been a list. Mm. Well,
0: When you talk about doing some personal and professional development and investing in yourself, yes. Business coaching, personal coaching. At what point in your life did you realize that was necessary? If you're a high-achieving woman and you're listening to this, people around you probably think you have everything you need
1: or desire. But Crystal and I both know you've realized there's more and you've been called to more base our programs and framework around helping women like you find their limitless selves, providing a space, a safe space for them to break through ceilings and remove the walls that limit experiencing the life they truly desire. Join us for
0: our Woman Unlimited Live. Check out the link below. You'll find coaching, community, and connection you've been looking for. See you there. Now
2: back to this yummy episode. You know, again, it was coming with age. And it's funny, I was watching a comedian and she said she went to the doctor and it had that age range, mm-hmm. this to this, and that age range, this to that. Then the next one was like, other, or the next. She was like, am I that? When did I get to that? <laughs> and I was like, I'm that too. And so it's like yeah. aging without children. You don't really realize yeah. my age is my age, mm-mm. Mm. You know, so again, it's just wanting to enjoy. Yeah. What I can, while I can, and deciding what it is Mm. and taking it off the shelf. What has that investment done for you? What has been the return? Structure,
1: Mm.
2: structure. Um, You know, I just said, I'm a good attorney. I have a good firm, I have good staff, but I still have energy. So let's see what it would be like to kick ass for the next 10 years. Right. That was what prompted me to get the business coaching. I didn't know what a KPI was, mm. you know, just you do it or you don't do it or somebody else has to do it. Just the structure was missing. Yeah. So it's pretty um, interesting to do that in the business sense. I think staff has appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's allowing us to bring people in as opposed to, you know, personally, I can do it. I can just do it versus no, here's a process on you do it. So now yeah. you can take a week off and I'll just show them the process. Right.
1: Mm. Mm, how about Building, that? team, yeah. Collaborating.
2: Exactly.
1: How does that get mirrored on the personal side of things? What has been your return on investment investing in yourself personally?
2: The biggest return I can see, Dr. Nicole, is the community that I've been missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you are so used to doing and not being, mm-hmm. It was also a light bulb, Mm. you know, not a bright light, but kind of a rosy amber color, (laughs) soft light. You know, just you meet a group of women and you don't know them and you say, how are you? I'm like, same as you. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. know what they They mean and they know what I mean. Same as you. Oh,
0: yeah. Tired.
2: (laughs) You can tie <laughs> a it over little. With over uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but just having a genuine community of yeah. people that um, you can reach out to without judgment and yeah. gossip yeah. and be vulnerable. Yeah. That's not me. Ooh.
0: What has that journey of vulnerability been like for you?
2: Yeah. Rocky. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not smooth. It's not smooth i I feel this mask cre- creeping on my arm, trying to come back. I took it off, but it's moving. It's fluid yeah, <laughs> right, right yeah, it's it's been um rocky, and you know it's not um, I'm not vulnerable not vulnerable with everybody.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There are some people I still need to be vulnerable with mm. mm-hmm, that I'm deciding how or
1: if I want to. how have you done it with those that? that you're like, I was able to achieve that and I'm still holding the space for that with this person. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to be vulnerable with them? Just
2: looking at examples of doing it elsewhere.
1: Mm. And
2: that was probably setting boundaries is the first thing. Mm -hmm. Just setting a boundary and then speaking my truth. And the world didn't collapse. That part. (sighs) That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you see a change the next day, or they considered it the next time. So if that's my wow moment and my pathway to vulnerability, that's how I have to approach it. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I one that. of the one of the um, most profound things I learned about boundaries is that a lot of times we think boundaries are. To keep us out of relationship with people, like you can't cross this boundary, right? right? So it has a negative connotation. Yes, when in actuality, boundaries are to create healthy relationships. Absolutely, they are the instructions for us to have a healthy relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So this is this is what I need to be the best person that I can be in this relationship. Mm -hmm. Not, you can't come over here doing this and this is, here's my boundaries Mm -hmm. and you stay on that side. Mm -hmm. And when you see it as instructions for a healthy relationship, that's a game changer. Yeah, guidelines.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. people love to do what they feel they're successful at and can be successful at. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize when we don't give people boundaries, they also have no guide as to how to be successful in the relationship with us right mm-hmm. so they do a lot of things that often we're saying now why would you do that
0: right mm-hmm. why
1: wouldn't you consider me from this perspective and yeah. why would you think that was okay and they're like well i didn't have any reason not to think mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah that it was okay mm-hmm. i didn't have any instruction so i went 55 in your mind <laughs> you made this a 25 mile an hour zone but you didn't communicate that with me right yeah so i just moved at the pace that i believed was normal because you didn't give me any instruction for me to be able to say oh wow this is 25 and i need to respect that and move accordingly mm-hmm. yeah that's fair and that's a good analogy um
2: i was just thinking how i learned kpis you just have to lay out the expectations Mm -hmm. and then go back and measure them key Mm -hmm. performance indicators yes key performance indicators i don't i call it known performance i just had no idea what kpi was. i was like is the k known because you know it (laughs) right
0: right. (laughs) no you know i did procurement for almost 30 years, procurement and supply chain. And in order for us to have a good contract in place with a supplier, we needed to have KPIs and metrics. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you say this isn't working if you have nothing to measure it by? Mm-hmm. So when our internal clients would come to us and say, this, this supplier is not working out, like, okay, so what what are they doing or not doing And, and, you know, that does not match what the KPIs are in the agreement, because you've got to be able to sit down with people and have a standard. Yes. If there's no standard or there's no measurement of this is what success looks like then you, there's no guidelines, there's no structure. And how can I hold you accountable if we don't have that metric in place? Mm-hmm. So it's so profound, we use that in business, right. but it also works in relationship. Mm-hmm. Where we, we, Dr. Nicole and I say this all the time, the same tools you use in business, you can use in relationship. If people don't understand what success looks like in relationship with you, then how can you
1: hold them accountable Right. when they miss the mark. Right. And that's often the issue, right? So plausible deniability, I think it was um, in the Reagan era, that was a conversation mm-hmm. where it was, I, I don't know, therefore I cannot be held responsible. Mm-hmm. Well, in relationships, you ask people, what do you know? Mm-hmm. I know that I love them. I love him. Mm-hmm. What do you know? I love her. Mm-hmm. If that's all you know, there need to be some bullets behind that as to do you have the same standard? So that if for any reason we we go against that standard, that's really the definition of a problem. Problem is a deviation from the standard. (laughs) But if we don't even know what our standard is, the problem pops up and we're like, we can't believe this is happening.
0: Oh, and you know, and you're an attorney, uh, Sandra, so you know this. There's also in contracts, a little thing called notice of cure, right? A time to cure. So if you are uh, violating the agreement or you're not performing, then I have to give you time to try and fix it. Uh it. Mm -hmm. And we don't always do that in relationship. It's like, look, you messed up and I'm done with you, right? Yeah, we yeah. don't have that, we don't sit down and have a conversation about what I need. And how many How many mm-hmm. of you, our listeners, our viewers, are estranged from people right. that you may even love, family members, friends, people that you were in close relationship with because they breached the agreement some kind of way and you may not have even communicated to them right. that they breached it. You just cut them off, or you communicated and they just didn't respond the way you wanted them to, and you cut them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have negotiated agreements in relationship
1: with everybody that we are in connection with.
0: It, it may not if, be
1: written. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if we don't think we negotiated it. Yeah. We negotiated.
0: Yeah. It's unspoken, unwritten agreements that says I'm not going to hurt you and you're not going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. But what are those bullet points? Right. What are the terms of our agreement? And how will I inform you when you breach that? do i need to give you a written notice do i need to send you an email do we right. need to sit down over coffee or tea right, right and do i have to give you a notice to cure and fix it is that the respect we have between one another yeah it is so powerful and it, it, dr nicole and i being partners we've learned this firsthand right yeah. because we're not perfect right we are not perfect people. Mm-hmm. So there have been times when I may have done something that rubbed her wrong, or she may have done something that rubbed me wrong. And we're like, okay, that's not the negotiated agreement that we have. right? So respectfully, we're like, we're not gonna let the enemy toy with us in silence with this. We bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. Not the mat, not the mat, the table. <laughs> not the mat, <laughs> not the mat. There's a difference. The, when the you table the mat <laughs> is when
1: you're trying to beat people down, cut them off at the knees, and you win, <laughs> right? But if you're winning on those terms, everybody loses. Everybody loses. Yeah. So you loses. gotta bring it to the table mm-hmm. so we can talk about it and figure it out.
0: And then uh, the people that love you, the people that want to remain in connection with you, then have an opportunity or notice the cure, right? They have an opportunity to say you know what, that's not the experience I wanted you to have. That's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Or I was having a bad day and or th- I, I didn't mean it that way. Right? right? Right. Forgive me. I was doing too much at that moment and I did not, I didn't see you. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you. So I can I have another chance? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That would be nice in the ideal world, but it's nice To have the intro on that's not what
1: we negotiated. Yeah. Because that opens the door to what happened. And we create ideal based on getting tools to be able to co create the relationship we want Mm -hmm. versus co create the relationship we don't want. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, Sandra, you know, we wanna ask you, we've talked a lot about the yummy you know about this whole yummy life conversation Mm -hmm. and you've invested in your personal development and professional development at this point. What is the yummy that awaits you? What do you think is ahead? Your ultimate, most meaningful yet? Um, Just
2: freedom. Freedom, it's, it's a light, it's a light feeling. It's more of a feeling than a destination, mm-hmm. I think it's just feeling the journey because I can be numb and ignore it. And Ooh. like I said, it's not broken, stair stepping on it, keep it moving, but that's not what I want. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I don't know exactly everything I want, but I want to feel it along the way. Cause now Ooh. you can say, mm, that's not it. Yes. Yes. I used to be a really feeling person and I think maybe because the business has been so um, much a part of my life. Mm-hmm. and It's not a bad thing, I wouldn't give it up. Right. Um, but I'm being bringing in, running the business, being a lawyer, and personal enjoyment. Yeah. So it's not just work life, work life, because then life happens when you're not at work, but I yeah. want to enjoy it. So that's the third prong that I'm, Focusing on and being conscious about.
1: Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you so much, Sandra, for just being on the journey with us mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. giving us the opportunity to have this yummy conversation. It is yummy. Yes. It is yes. yummy. It's, it's Can wonderful. you
0: tell us, Sandra, what's the what is the name of your law firm, and how can our viewers and listeners find you?
2: Yeah, the name of my not- the name of my law firm is Sandra M. Davis, PC. I have three offices, two in Gwinnett, one is in Snellville, one is in Lawrenceville, and I have one in Midtown, Atlanta. My phone number is 770-934-3668. And you can also look me up at a hashtag your auto accident attorney. Your hashtag, your your auto auto accident accident attorney. attorney. (laughs) Thank you, Sandra. This has been another
0: amazing episode of Yummy Podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Yummy Podcast. We hope this fun episode was impactful,
1: insightful, and as yummy as it gets. If you really want to live your ultimate, most meaningful yet, make sure to write us a review on your favorite podcast listening platforms. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share with a friend because they may be discovering their yummy too. Until
0: our next episode, be sure to head over to CrystalandDrNicole.com. Join our mailing list, connect on upcoming events, learn how to work with us, and get your yummy swag.